Hello, and welcome to Lunar Magic Tea Time, where we discuss all things magical, mystical, metaphysical, and sometimes even a little mundane. I'm Kristen. And I'm Nancy. And this week is our 2024 Imbolc episode, and Nancy has done us both the honor and honestly the biggest favor (laughs) in taking over this episode. So I am just... I'm taking on Nancy's role in our usual <laughs> setup, and she is taking on mine. Just kind of a little swap. We'll see how this goes. It'll be great. We kind of went back and forth since this is, what, our fourth year of Sabbats? I think so. I think so. So we kind of went back and forth on um, what this kind of message would be for this episode this year. And I kind of wanted to honor the goddesses and deities associated with this spot um, before going over kind of what I want to do because my life is going through changes. One, because I got an amazing reading from uh, Lynn Magic Craft Swain. Uh, I was in her shop in North Carolina and I just got a reading for Christmas. It kind of had a lot of meaning, The some of the um, reasons or the... How would you say it? The things that you should do with this sabbat. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm just going to go over a little bit of her and then where I went down, what path I went down. Um, So what better way to start than with Brigitte? I always say that wrong. Brigitte and Imbolc. It's one of the four fire festivals. And this one is celebrating the halfway point between winter and spring. Go spring. I'm tired of winter. We had what, like five days of ice, and I'm like, I'm over it. So we all know the story of Bridges Fire, how it was kept alive until, what was it, the 1600s, I think, and then we had like a down period, but now to today they still are keeping her fire alive. Her name is actually the Exalted One. She is a goddess of pre-Christian Ireland, which I thought was an interesting way of putting it. She appears in mythology as a member of the Too Hot Dead Danon, Danon? I'm never going to say see, that. See, I was always told it was Tuatha de Danon. Yeah, see, I just went in um, some Irish people and the pronunciation sounded like too hot de Danon, but hmm. there was like five different pronunciations and they were all different, so you, you do you. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody just pronounce it the way they want. Um, she was the daughter of Dagda, Dagda and the one mm. So one place that she had a son, but you really don't get that in a lot of the different um, roads you go down with researching her. She's associated with, Lord, I'm going to take a deep breath for this one, because you go, girl. (laughs) Healing, protection, smithing, domestic animals, um, said the ninth century Christian monks. She was the goddess who poets adored. And she had two sisters, which translation is, she's a triple goddess, right? And Lord, she needed to be a triple goddess to do some of the stuff that she did. Mm-hmm. She was marked for greatness before she was even born. A druid uh, prophesied over her pregnant mother that she would be the likes that would never be seen on earth again. She would shine like a sun amongst the stars. She supposedly was born around 450 CE as sunrise as her mother stepped over the threshold, a magic place that is great power in Celtic lore. So she was out milking the cows, comes over steps over the threshold in going into the house but and that's where she gave birth um she was then given a bath in 
I'm going to pronounce this crazy too. Lachenloch? Limloch? I have, I have never seen that word in my entire life. It supposedly is a new milk still warm from the cow that contained magical powers. She refused milk unless it was um, milked from a white cow with red ears. Fairy cow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's from the too hot to long, whatever. <laughs> she's a fire goddess that could turn water to beer and increase the output of butter and bacon to help feed the hungry. In fact, she ordered, um, she ordered, she got her mother's release from slavery by increasing the dairy's output. So that was part of she bartered instead of being paid. She wanted her mother's freedom. Okay. Okay. This is a goddess I can totally get behind. She was mm. the first for the pro-choice movement. She's known for healing and protection of home and hearth. She's the goddess of healing, healing, fire, fertility, poetry, healing, blacksmith, craftsmanship, and war. Of course, they have to call her the triple goddess. So really, if you think, she's just like kind of balancing all the things that most women have to do nowadays where you're balancing eight balls at one time, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. A little better than us, but man, she had to be a triple goddess because that is a lot of stuff that she had to handle. Yeah, and not self in the same kind of you know healing and um, medicinal and all that thing. This is a wide range of stuff that she did it all. So the Toulouse de Danon, I'm just going to call it Toulouse from now. Okay. <laughs> Um, they're depicted as kings, queens, druids, bards, warriors, heroes, healers, craftsmanship, all the supernatural powers. But didn't she have like almost all those? Mm-hmm. They dwelled in the other world, but interacted with humans and in the human world. They were associated with um, prominent ancient burial grounds. I'm not going to pronounce any of these. And the entrance to other world realms. Um, they fought against, you know, the Fomorians, who might represent destructive powers of nature. And they were defeated in another battle. My favorite saying is Bridget has always been here, first as a goddess, then as a saint, and when the world is ready, a goddess again. Yes. So this sabbat is really resonating with me because it's a time for reflection and new beginnings, which is exactly where I want to go with my magic. So I started, because you're supposed to do all the, kind of like where spring cleaning probably came from, but it's... um before this one, we were supposed to go through everything. So I went through all the clothes I haven't worn. I cleaned out my closet. The room is about 90% done. And usually when I go to do my altar or my wherever I'm going to do for the Sabbat, I go to my book, right? See what I need to do. Mm-hmm. This time, when I looked at the crystals, I did it a little differently. I went, what do I want to bring? in this period and now what crystals do I think I should use and of course I have my beautiful um, statue of Brigitte yeah that's cool I have to find my cross it's got I gotta label my sabbat boxes because it's getting out of control yeah because it was it wasn't up that long ago no I think you took it down for Yule but anyway (laughs) yeah I have the um (laughs) dolly but yeah the court it's probably oh I'm trying to get organized my Witchy shelves are all organized, organized my cards and everything. Been doing my daily card pool. Go Good meet. for you. Cards have been a little snarky sometimes, but they've been. Listen. So 
starting with crystals. Like I said, I decided that some of them didn't resonate with me, so I made my own list. During my journey this year to embrace spirituality, God, I want spirituality. I decided to buy a rolling laptop cart because I was told that I need to sit at my altar. Okay. When it's up on top of a six-drawer dresser or on a TV stand, you can't really sit with it, right? Mm-hmm. So I got the cart that has drawers and everything in it, but... It can either go, I can sit on my bed and have it over the bed. I can sit it over by my chair. So it's going to be my working altar, which I feel like I haven't had. I have more, I'm going to call it display altars. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do know. That's going to be here Friday. Lovely. Speaking of that, my picks for the crystals, and I'm going to make a crystal grid for new beginnings. Okay. Um, black tourmaline for protection. It's a gemstone that offers profound protection, grounding, and balance. And for strength, encouraging personal growth and spiritual transformation. Hello, girl. That's what I need. You know, also, when, personally, for me, and I, I realize this is your altar, but for me, black tourmaline is also like um, like a floor. Mm. Right, we need a floor to stand on. We yeah. need a, a surface to stand on. Yeah. And for me, black tourmaline kind of kind of like building blocks. Kinda, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And and for me, black tourmaline, when I need to do a spell or a working or whatever, mm-hmm. um where I'm feeling if I'm going if, if I'm feeling less anchored. Mm-hmm. Because I get floaty. Nancy knows this. <laughs> where I do, I get floaty, where it's just what it is. Uh, black tourmaline, it is the grounding, but it's a grounding like like how you would build a foundation, how yeah. you would put a foundation. Yeah, that makes sense. And as opposed to grounding where I'm grounding and letting things out of me. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. That's the difference for me. But that's just, yeah, anyway, that's why I love it for this, (laughs) is what I'm saying. Yep, it works. Um, Moonstone, you know, girl, love me some Moonstone. Uh, Emotional stability, soothes emotional overreactions, helps dampen triggers, and calm you down the transitions of of change. I'm going to be going through that, right? Mm-hmm. Helps mm-hmm. you trust your intuition, which I need. Affirming that you're on the right path and heading the best direction. Um, and I'm, Moonstone is just one of my stones, so it has to be. Yeah. yeah. Lateral yeah. light connects you with universal energies. can help you give the wisdom needed during your life change. Hello. That's what I hope to be going through. Um, I include guiding you to trust your intuition with a big decision. So, but Lateral right, it is a Moonstone, right? I think someone told me that. So it kind of makes sense that they would work together. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll help you let go of the dark energies so your new beginnings feel like light again. Um, it's one of the best crystals for new beginnings. You need protection against outsized energies too. Mm-hmm. Well, can use that. Amethyst, you know, that's another one of my favorite. Um, it is a readily available crystal for new beginnings. The purple stone connects to higher chakras, promoting guidance for higher realms. Um, whether you get wherever you get your wisdom from, source, the universe, whatever, spirit guides or angels, it can help you connect with that knowledge. Uh, 
Use a stone if you need to make decisions or tuning into what's best for you. Honestly, and I, I'm just going to say this, Amethyst for me functions a lot like quartz for other people. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Where it's like, oh, I need, I need a, a stone. I need a crystal. But I don't have the one that, that this particular work calls for. And so I almost always will go, yeah, but you know what will work? Amethyst. Amethyst. And I don't know if that's just me because I love amethyst. And for me, amethyst has such a um, connection to my ancestors and my lineage. Um, I have large chunks of amethyst from my mother and that she got from her mother that have just oh, been... Wow kind of handed down and I I just yeah anyway again side note and this is we we love amethyst here yes I have a whole when I was cleaning and sorting I have a whole tray it's probably eight inches um square it's full of amethyst that's all it is so uh rose quartz pretty much the same thing best crystal new beginnings it gives you a gentle transition Change is often daunting and scary. It adds comfort, love into the mix. Um, if a transition can be difficult, it allows for self-compassion. It's okay to normally feel this way when you feel supported and safe. And we know it's kind of like courts for love and everything else. Um, malachite. Ooh, oh, okay, okay. Listeners, my reaction was because I, every single other stone on this list, I was like, yep. Checks for her, got it, on it, moving on, get it. I, I, every one of those stones, I go, I understand it. Malachite, I would never have associated with Nancy. <laughs> I love this. It's a stone for transformation. Great companion, your journey of change. Connects to the heart chakra, offers healing before we close, fully close a chapter. Healing is often necessary, Um, which, which Lynn told me. I kind of needed to heal that. I've been kind of blocking things in my life that should be there. And supposedly guy's name's Jack. <laughs> Who knows? Um, another one, which you know what? I have a piece, a beautiful piece of that, and I cannot find it. Freaking very okay. It'll come. Okay. It's got to be here somewhere, but I had a really pretty piece. So we'll find it. Um Fire agate, because it is a stone of protection and it can create a shield of energy and we know it works with me in certain situations. So mm -hmm. it might just be my ring that goes on the altar, maybe around the candle, I don't know. So these are going to, I'm going to make a crystal grid for new beginnings. Um, and then on my everyday altar, I'm going to have representation, representation, try that again. Um, on my new altar, my everyday altar, I'm going to have representation of earth, air, water, fire, and spirit. I'm going to do a candle spell for new beginnings. So it will be lit on Invoke, which I guess you're supposed to do the night before. And then mm -hmm. burn it into that. But one of the things, so doing all this research and all these cleanses, cleansing of my room and reorganizing I got a book for Christmas called how to use intuition to elevate your craft intuitive intuitive to in, yeah you know what I'm talking about 
Intuitive Witchcraft by Astria Taylor. This book, I've only gotten probably, I don't know, 15, 20, maybe 10th, I don't know, into it. But one of the things that really like made me sit up and go, what? Is that she says you should have a mirror on your altar to acknowledge that you two are a goddess and we have forgotten that source is in all of us. So, I'm going to get a mirror for my altar. We'll see. Okay. I, I think that that's really interesting. Um, as a sort of aside, I always have a mirror on my altar. Always. And I... It wasn't something that I connected with, like, its meaning. Oh. But because as most of you, if you've been listening for any amount of time, you know that that I like to call my witchcraft kind of country granny witchcraft. You just do it off instinct. You get You get taught up. People teach you through conversations or watching what they're doing like I was I learned a lot by just watching what my grandmother did mm -hmm. um so you don't necessarily always put the pieces together and and that was one of the reasons that that I wanted to start the podcast is to help me put pieces like as I'm telling other people well this is what I do but why do I do it like looking into yeah. why I do it yeah but because the, the mirror has always just been an anchor piece on my altar. I don't ever think about it except to, to say that when I don't have it on my altar, it's not finished. Interesting. Yeah. I'd never um, heard that before, but it kind of makes a lot of sense because I'm all about the source and yeah, we've been blocked off and forgotten who we are and what powers we have and everything. Um, yeah. I, that's, that's, fascinating yeah i'll look at this book when i'm done it's very, do. it really resonated with me as far as that's probably the kind of magic that i'll be following like absolutely intuition in that and not you know i've never been based on rules but this is the first year i thought you know what i've always done my altar i've always looked up the book and did this and i thought i'm gonna this year look at what i think the sabbat means and do what my intuition or what my gut says to do um, love it so candle magic i saw like 80 different ways to do it um i'm gonna dress the candle let it burn all day i saw um one that really kind of caught my attention was to put salt in the base of the candle and then bay leaves of what you want to bring into your life Mm -hmm. And then dress your candle, which I'm going to dress it with dandelion because um, it symbolizes renewal, rebirth, and growth. But when you think of a dandelion, what other plant? It's resilient. Through so much. Yeah. 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 It keeps popping back up. And and think of think of another magical connection that we have with dandelions. That little resistant thing. What is it? We blow and we make wishes. We are sending the toughest plant. The only other plant that I know of, and I know plants, uh, the only other herb that like I use in my magic that is as resilient is California poppy, because that sucker will, well, it's California poppy. Come on. Yeah. We love her. But yeah, yeah, we just, dandel dandelions are not weeds. They're gifts. 
Yeah, and there's medicinal, <laughs> there's people put them in their salads, but you know, we for some reason they're not, it's not the perfect little grass, so we can't have them on our lawn. That's kind of what the um, magic I'm doing. I've been pulling cards every day. I've been um, doing where I was told to press with two fingers onto my third eye for 30 seconds twice a day. Mm-hmm. I've been doing that. I've been trying to spend a lot of time in my hot tub where I'm doing meditation. So we'll see. We're working on all that. Awesome. It's going to be the rebirth. I um, kind of have enough good things to say about um, Lynn Magicraft Swain and the reading she gave me. It was pretty deep. She did tell me that um, I was a priestess in the last life. She goes, a lot of people say that, but they're not. <laughs> you actually are. Um. I wish I could just open that up. I don't know what this blockage is, but this year I'm going to get rid of it so I can remember all that stuff. Hello. For me in Scotland. Yeah. Over Looking over the the moors and um, <laughs> sitting in a tavern meeting Jack, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that's about. That's interesting. That's wonderful. What? I love everything about that. You know, she goes, um, are you married? I go, no. She goes, well, that's a good thing. Because I was thinking, oh, that marriage is going to not get survive this meeting. <laughs> and that okay. Nana, mm-hmm. well, two things, um, Nana and my paternal grandmother mm-hmm. are my spirit guides. And that my um, Eliza Jane and Eliza Joe, she um, said that she sacrificed a lot in her life and she didn't want me to sacrifice supposed to be the year of me so we'll see how that goes learn to put up boundaries <laughs> yeah uh, yeah sorry and nana i said um i wasn't prepared for questions so i said well i feel like nana was part of my i've been through many lives with her because mm-hmm. she goes you've had many past lives you have your current in between lives you have your current and you will have future lives with her. Go Nana. But it's really funny mm-hmm. because, you know, the I talked to her about songs and she said I need to incorporate um, music in my meditation. Start with a drum or singing bowl, whatever, and then end it with that. Once I get my working altar, I will start a routine with that. Because right now I feel like that's the piece I need before starting that. Mm-hmm. That part. Yeah, in bulk. And yeah, we're all... I think we all have, as um, the feminine goddess energy, we all have a little bit of Bridget in us because we have to juggle how many things at any given mm-hmm. time. And just remember to our, our feminine energies out there, you are a goddess, you are source. Don't let people tell you you're not. And Amen. Be the goddess. So yeah. You will pick one for every spot and kind of go through that. I'm excited. I'm excited. I think, um, even though we've talked about Brigitte and that before, I think I, I want mm-hmm. to put more of the emphasis on her abilities. And she really was a goddess and a saint because look at all the people she helped and mm-hmm. um, stop people from starving. And of course, she probably didn't make a lot of uh, fans of the patriarchy because she wanted to give everything away and feed everybody. Good for her. Yeah, that's awesome. 
we all need a little bit of her in us. So yes, what are you going to do? Uh, so I, for Imbolc, am um, going to get weird about it. Actually, um, I have realized that for the last, say, 15 years or so, I've spent a lot of time and energy being worried about what other people think in a lot of areas in my life that they don't need to have an opinion. Yeah. And uh, so, and one of those areas is when I create things, I um, like to make various sorts of crafts and arts and things like that. And um, too many voices have kind of lived rent free in my head in that context. And I'm over that. I'm done with that. So it's going to get weird. So for in bulk this year, I am going to finish up some projects that are sitting okay. so that they are done. They are projects that I, I, I want to do, but that their time is, it, it's ready. It's time for them to be done. Yep. Um, so I'm going to finish up those before the first, which is in bulk, um, so that I can start with a clean slate. And I am going to do that with something I don't like to do. And that is something ritualistic. Okay. Ooh, ooh, she's getting crazy with it. Yes, <laughs> she is. Um, <laughs> um, I'm going to do a fire ritual, which is appropriate for Brigham. Mm -hmm. It will either be in my beautiful fire pit outside or in my fireplace uh, in my living room. Okay. Uh, there will be drumming. Because that is something I have felt the call or the urge to do for years, but have never committed to it. Newsflash. I yes. also, for Christmas, got spear drumming. Shut up. That's awesome. <laughs> oh my God, that is so funny. That is awesome. So uh, in honor, I guess... Without really meaning to, I developed a fire, you know, I've developed a fire ritual that goes right in line with Brigid and her new beginnings and her being the goddess of poetry and, um, and of healing and, and all of that. And so, yeah, it's going to be simple, but it's, it's going to be more formalized than I usually do things. So well, what better time for than a new beginning? Exactly. Exactly. I've been burning the candle you got me for Christmas. Oh, yeah. It's, it's it smell. First of all, amazing. <laughs> it is some crazy flames that react to drumming. Oh, I'm not surprised. Very, uh, I love that. Oh, I'm so oh, glad to hear that. You know how water, how they've done all the science where the water patterns and everything change this yeah they're like it's definitely reacting to the music because it would just be that and then it's like Woo. oh my god that's amazing i'm gonna do a video okay i'm gonna have to get in touch with her so i can get my own yes it is <laughs> it's been what i've been using for meditation like, oh that's amazing yeah it's not that's awesome average plane. that's awesome and so that's what we're doing for in bulk this year. Uh, 
why don't you let us know what you're doing for Imbolc? You can email us at lunar at lunarmagicteatime.com. You can, that's the website, lunarmagicteatime.com. You can find us on Facebook. There's a Facebook group. Shoot us any questions you have at the Facebook group. That's probably the easiest way to get a hold of me, for sure. We're on Instagram, and Nancy's going to work on our TikTok. <laughs> you got the equipment. I'm just going to And that's, that's it. That's, oh, don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow on your favorite podcast app. We're on all of them. Have a magical day. Embrace your inner goddess. And have a wonderful involvement.